Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, all you people. <laughs> all you people. Singular. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. All y'alls. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're finally getting caught up with Once Upon a Time. Yeah, we're being, our, our recording schedule has been very uh, hit miss this, this uh, time season around. so far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just in time for Thanksgiving. It was actually handy that they didn't have a, we didn't even realize, we thought we had to watch two episodes yeah. tonight. But uh, first off, I want to say about last week's episode, Heartless, that it didn't quite actually annoy me as much as apparently did you guys. <laughs> it was a horrible episode, man. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't disagree. It was, it was a bad episode. But the thing that I did appreciate about it is that it, it kind of reminded me of what I enjoy about Snow and Charming. And what they had in this episode, I'll Be Your Mirror, included yeah. some of that. Okay. Oh, this episode was awesome. That montage. At the oh, beginning? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I think, is really... It's a shame we couldn't get more of that sort of thing last episode. I mean, I know you couldn't, but that that works. The That was one of the best uses of the snows for, for the, of the Charmings yeah. for a long time. Yeah, it really was. It it's was, like... It was touching. It was cute. It was... Kind of unique for once. And, yeah. You know, it like they were taking some... Changes and, and and I'm always I'm always glad when they show time passing because like a lot of times these these storylines just feel too compressed. You're <laughs> like like and next day, <laughs> yeah. But no, that was that was really sweet. I'm glad they did that. I, I do think this episode as a whole, you know, as much as you know, we complained last week about last episode, paid off again. They've done pretty good with payoff this season, even though they do some, a dumb thing like you know the shears or whatever. Yeah, they've done a good job with. Making good stuff happen because of it. You almost feel like some of these episodes are like, well, we got to get this happen so we can do other stuff. Yeah. And I, I applaud the choice not to have a flashback in this. Yes. That was, I thought that was wonderful. I wonder if production schedule wise, it was more doable because you had sent the two moms into the mirror dimension for yeah. a while. So then you can have your two different units going. And, and sometimes I wonder, I think we might benefit sometimes from less flashbacks occasionally. Yeah. Just because we've gotten the point now. I mean, sometimes. We'd rather just see what's going on here because they got a plot. They they have, like this episode, lots of plot lines going. On. You got the mm-hmm. Latin Jasmine, you got the Henry, you got the Mirror Dimension. Yeah, they had a lot of stuff going. So you didn't even you know halfway through. I'm like, wait, wait they haven't done a flashback yet. Yeah. You didn't even know it. It was cool, and uh, yeah, and, and none, none of it felt rushed. All of it seemed to be given the amount of time that was necessary for where they are in their story. Um, so where do I don't know. There's a lot first? of um. I'll I'll start with Henry because. Like we said at the end of last season, more Henry is always better. Yes. And I was super happy with the way this one resolved. I thought for sure he was actually going to crush the heart of the guy. That's the other thing. Like last one uh, complaint I had for the last episode was that you didn't have any tension that they were really going to sacrifice him. That yeah. Charming was going to die. Uh-huh. But you had tension here that he might actually smash the heart. That was going to be a horrible thing. Yeah. I thought, you know, almost everything that didn't work for me last episode worked better this episode. There was a lot of tension. Like, will he smash it? Will he not? How will we get out of this? Mm-hmm. You know, there was a real actual, like, choice, you felt like, for the audience. Not like a, a preconce- uh, predetermined thing. Exactly. Now, I mean, now if you want to nitpick things, there are n- things you can nitpick. Like... They had this magic item that they hadn't used before for some reason. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking about that. And I think the magic items, it's once upon a time. There's going to be random magic items. But I remember like the um, Moffat for Doctor maybe it was um, Russell T. Davies for Doctor Who, said the sonic screwdriver's there because you don't want to spend time opening a door. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of a cheat, but it's a cheat to get the story moving. Uh-huh. And so a thing like the hammer is more like, yeah, it's a cheat, but it's not really the point. Yeah. The point is well, I'm not even that I'm not even wasn't thinking about the hammer. I was thinking about the mirrors. Oh. But, 
Where like okay, there there was the whole like, and here's this mirror. Like, why didn't you use that four episodes ago? <laughs> no, there was that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, again, you, at some point, you just have to like go with it in order yeah. to to go with the story. Because I mean, it opened up interesting possibilities. I was curious. I was trying to remember what had happened to Sydney before. I'm he go- escaped, or I mean, he got out. He's of the, dead, I think, or dead or escaped or something. I remember him being out of the mirror, but yeah. I thought he had gotten put back into it. I don't. I don't remember. That, that, yeah, you it was Natasha. It was a brief comeback, I know. So I also Henry, he it's just kind of sweet. Him and Violet, right? That's yeah. her name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy, you know, like, I love the scene. Where like, just keep talking to me and keep smiling. <laughs> my, the person behind me is not my mom. I'm like, this is great. He's 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 very cunning when he yes. needs to be, and we need more cunning Henry. Yeah. No, it, it was. I think it was a very good choice, not only for the the uh, tension of his choice at the end, but not having him do it means he's still kind of the, he, he's the shining hope for, for Storybrooke. I mean, he, he really is. He's the one who's, you know, who found the savior. I mean, Henry's almost more, more of a savior, savior than, yeah. than Emma even is in some ways. And uh, so I don't know. It, it's, I love, I love seeing him make smart decisions like that. And, and, and it was just nice top. to have this whole thing of like, Oh wait, he's grown up. He's his own per because he's always, We've complained sometimes. He's always just kind of in the background. And I would love this episode to be a, oh, no, look, he's his own person now. Mm-hmm. Let him start not just following behind his moms, but, you know, making choices of it. And he did some of that last in the last season. And they've done it more and more. Yeah. But to but, make him a, you know, he always feels like a, like a sidekick. <laughs> yes. It would be nice for him to stop being the sidekick and have other people be his sidekick. <laughs> I like that idea, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a personal preference of mine I'm, I'm sort of picturing now if he gets his own like posse of like the teenage squad from, <laughs> from school like i'm like maybe we saw like what tom sawyer in an episode yeah. somewhere like maybe he has all awesome. these all the kid characters <laughs> running around with henry that would be genius spinoff right there it's like you know like guardians of the galaxy but like henry savior of the of the seven realms or something like that he just pops he travels between portals and fixes things oh, that's fun It'd be awesome. Speaking of spinoffs, though, I think there is a uh, there is an obscure reference to Wonderland in this episode. Really? Well, they when Aladdin and Jasmine were talking about the genie, and he's like, "Oh, he's free now. He's going to." I wondered if they were talking about the genie from uh, Wonderland. Who's Maybe with, who's with Alice now? Now the hint that there might be someone else in the land yeah. that he that he took, but which could be interesting. What I'm enjoying is interesting what they're doing with Belle this season. Besides her being. More main than she's been in some ways, or she's be, she herself is more proactive. Mm-hmm. Be a lot of seasons, she's like, oh, I'll go find some thing in the library for you. You know, she's <laughs> being very supporting character, sort of. Yeah, um, is that she? She, you know, she goes and she connects with Aladdin, which was an interesting thing, mm-hmm. and then she connects with Selena. And I thought, I thought the it'd be interesting to have her and Selena. It gives Selena something to do, and it was a. I don't know that I ever thought of that pairing. Yeah, I thought there there might be possibilities. It doesn't seem like it might be very short lived, <laughs> depending how how long uh, Zelina lives yeah. here. No, I agree, and in some ways, I think it's a necessary move for Belle's character because mm-hmm. if you're not going to let if you're not going to let Rumpelstiltskin complete his redemption arc, if you're gonna if he's still stuck in the same old patterns, then Bell has to respond accordingly. You, yeah, you can't keep supporting and excusing no. him when he's been doing some pretty really, inexcusable things. And it, it, I remorse. like that plot line. I mean, it's it's more and more complicated than they've done in some ways. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and Rumble continues to be very 
the most cynical version of himself. Yeah. I mean, it's not like cynical. I mean, evil. Yeah, yeah, but like Vengeful. like like look very starkly evil, not fairy tale evil. Yeah. Well, yes. it, almost to a point that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And while it is uncomfortable, I I find it a very interesting turn of events for him. I mean, if you're not going to make him good, to make him a different sort of bad, like a, a different bad guy than he was before. And then anyone really is on this show. I mean, think about the fact that he he wants Evil Queen now to go kill Zelina. I don't know that he'd ever sent anyone to flat out kill someone before. Yeah. I, like he certainly, I mean, in Storybrooke era as, yeah. as Mister Gold. Um, I mean, he certainly like maybe intentionally put people in yeah. harm's way and just kind of like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's up to you. But he's he's very desperate. And it's interesting too that he even referred to himself here as. Rumpelstiltskin, he refer- which I don't think he's ever done that before since he came back to the Storybrook. I think he in, in Storybrook he he was at least pretending for a time he was pretending yeah. to be someone different. He was acting someone different, and I think he also sort of used that as an excuse to be a different. I mean, because yeah. obviously he knew who he was the whole yeah. time, but he didn't go into the whole <laughs> yeah kind, kind of stuff. And he's and, and obviously he's. Still I wish you guys could see Tim always does the hand motions when he does it. He does the <laughs> laugh. It's great. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. <laughs> but uh, but he's taking he's taking on the dark one way more literally than he did before. In a very in a very real world sense. In I mean, a very real wo- world sense. And it's that I know when I talk to Zach about what he asked what's going on. I'm like, well, he's evil and fully evil. And like, oh, they're going back and forth. And I'm like. I can't quite explain to him. They're not going back and forth. They've basically just, like, said they're done with that back and forth. And he's just kind of... I, I don't know where they're going with him exactly, mm-hmm. but it's interesting. Well, it's funny because it's he almost feels like he's where Regina was several seasons ago. Like, I remember, where, like, when the show... In the early stages of the show, you didn't feel much sympathy for Regina at all. Yeah. She was just... She was just flat out like seemingly unredeemable and while as whereas Rumpelstiltskin had this oh, he's not really on anyone's side he's yeah. kind of doing his own thing he's sort of this chaotic neutral if yeah. you take D&D terminology yeah. uh, but now they've they've changed they've they took they've redeemed Regina so much that she's now even yeah, maybe not so much the evil queen side but I mean she's she's the likable one and, and Rumpelstiltskin is becoming I mean still a fascinating character but much less sympathetic than he yeah. used to be Speaking of Evil Queen, I what I liked about this episode too is you start to see some of what drives the Evil Queen besides just kind of the maniacal evil. Like there is still that sort of old school Regina ache for a son and acceptance and, and, and power. It. And there, she she's taken on a lot of Cora's worst aspects yeah. here now. I think. And you know, it, I start to see hints of sort of what we saw with Hyde. We saw him very evil, but then in his flashback, he had all these sort of maybe not good, but at least. Longings, longings, and you feel you started to see some of those chinks this time. I don't know if they'll come into play or not again, but it was at least it, this episode was probably one of the most one of the ones when she was the least just kind of like overblown evil. Yeah, even even though she was doing actually some of the more evil things. Mm-hmm. It did occur to me when she first, you know, disguised herself as Regina and, and approached Henry, how Henry was really the first step of redemption for real Regina. Yeah. And it occurred to me, it's like, it could be really interesting if, you know, because love is, <laughs> in Rubble Stilts, is a weakness, but yeah. it can also be a weapon. And uh, yeah. I mean, for Regina meant that as a weapon but, ag- but, against herself, but put a twist on it. It could be Henry's weapon against the evil queen. Yeah. And a lot of interesting potential. And here. I did another, there's a lot of really nice scenes. And another nice scene was when 
evil queen disguised Regina comes in and talking to all the, you know, that double layer of, you know, when um, Snow says, I'm so proud of you and all this, you know, it's a secondary layer of things that, you know, there's just, I know, I like that scene. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of good things like that. One confession here, I've actually never seen The Breakfast Club. I have ages ago, so I can't tell you much. <laughs> so, so I, 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 the references there were lost to me a little bit. Just, just for fun, I got we'll just to throw in a couple of you know the little nitpicky things. Obviously, the mirror comes out of nowhere. Okay, you're going to knock Hook out and then just leave him on the beach randomly. It's like not smart, Evil Queen, but uh, uh, relatively forgivable things. For, yeah, but I, I figured I might as well be even handed and pick those <laughs> out too. Sure. I had completely forgotten that Zelina had saved Rumpelstiltskin in the hospital that one time. As soon as she said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that whole, like, dot, like monologue she did when she came back. And yeah. we're like, why is she here? <laughs> but yeah. I had forgotten nice, that deal. Nice callback there. A lot of callbacks. And I like, you know, the Mirror Dimension was nice, too, just because it's like they've referenced a lot of time. is very much part of the lore of the Evil Queen. Yeah. Um, and on the other side, I don't know, they just had a lot of neat, oh, that and that, and you know. Playing in things that you remember or you heard of or f- things that were... Now, they, they talked about, oh, yeah, that would be a thing, but we'd never really explored it before. Mm-hmm. So, overall, pretty strong episode. Yeah. Did we forget anything, Natasha? I thought it was interesting. The dragon mentioned um, or told Regina, you know, you shouldn't have split yourself. You're supposed to be a balance of good and evil. I wonder if the key to defeating the evil queen will be to join them back up again. Just a thought. No, that's that's possible too. Yeah, I'll be I'll be curious to see where they they take they're going with her storyline, yeah. like or what the end game. Is. Yeah, I don't know what the end game for, especially for Rumple and Bell. I mean, that that end game's I can't see a happy ending right now. No, but it, it does look like in the preview, it looks like Rumple might be doing the same. Didn't he? Didn't he triggers Selena's pregnancy, or someone yeah. triggered Selena's pregnancy to go so, faster? Yeah, I think I so. And that's what, that's it. I think that happened to some. Norse myth too. I mean, that is from. Oh, really? That yeah. I th- I think oh. in mythology, that sort of thing happened before. Oh, I could be wrong, but I seem to have a memory of that somewhere. Interesting. I don't think it's not a once-only sort of thing. I don't believe. Okay, good to know. It's not just for TV convenience. And now that Disney owns uh, Marvel and Once Upon a Time and all this, and ABC, that hammer should have been, you know. <laughs> Hey, they have, they've also got to get the, they also uh, managed to get the Star Wars references in. Oh so, man, which is always fun. I can't, you can't Darth Vader me. I'm like, <laughs> that's awesome. And I'll never join you. <laughs> and the, and then she made a very good point. You know, Darth Vader was not all good or bad. <laughs> which goes along with actually, Natasha, with your you know the whole balance of good and evil that conf- I'm going to say Confucius that the dragon was uh, <laughs> talking. <laughs> <laughs> Confucius, hey. It is a very Eastern idea, too. Yin-yang sort of stuff, which is more the style of once. Very true. All right, well, we need yeah, to wrap this up. Yeah, that's a long up. one. Sorry, guys. So, but uh, we were, I think Nick was just so happy to have a really good episode again. And there was just a lot going on, actually. There too. really was. There really so. was a lot to talk about. But uh, thank you for listening. I hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yep. And until, uh, until after that, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye.